Hello and welcome to the Soul Body Love Podcast, a podcast program for women who desire to connect back to their soul, body, and love. I'm your host, Danielle Johnson-Smith. Let's get started. Hi, beauty, and welcome back to episode three. And in this episode, we're going to talk about upgrading your attachment to men. Now, if you hear noise around me, I apologize. This is how this happens. When you decide to take action, you will come up against things that will try to interrupt you, but take action anyway. And that's why I'm actually proceeding forward so that I can show you and teach you that it is okay that everything does not have to be perfect. So we currently have the TPC tournament, golf tournament going on, and I can hear the ambulances and police constantly going by. But on top of that, the I live in a condo, and the condo above me is moving out today, this morning, and the condo below me is remodeling. So uh, it doesn't matter. We're moving on. So I want to share with you a story It was a Monday morning and I was pacing around my apartment and I was looking at my phone. I was constantly looking at my phone going, why hasn't he texted back? What is he doing? And why is he not answering my calls or my texts? What is going on? And I felt pretty like broken, upset and anxious. And I kept picking up my phone and calling one more time, just praying and hoping he would answer. I decided there's no way I could go to work that day and I call work to let them know I'm sick and I literally feel like I'm having a panic attack or heart attack because I kind of feel the same. Now, this is an example of anxious attachment. And so we're going to talk about our attachment style. If you've never heard about it, let's go ahead and first start with relationship style. So when you're in a relationship, there's different types of styles. There are four types. The first one is this independent type. It's the person who says, I don't need anyone. I'm completely autonomous. You do your thing. I'll do my thing. We'll get together later in the evening or I'll go hang out with my friends. You go do your thing. They enjoy being alone. They like freedom. And they basically have their walls up and a little bit defensive. They have very conditional love and trust towards other people. And oftentimes in that relationship, it's going to feel very superficial or that they have very little level investment into this relationship. And there's very low intimacy or connection. It's it's really kind of just you do your thing. Now, the other type of relationship style is dependent where this person's almost over-invested and fully invested in the relationship and they kind of get lost in the other person. And sometimes that can look like, quote unquote, I can't live without him. Now, the other one is codependent relationship. Now, if you've ever felt like you were in a codependent relationship, whether you were the person that was codependent or they were codependent, there is a lot of energy that gets caught up in a codependent relationship. And it does not feel good whether you're the person who is or the other person who is. It's a very needy energy. It's like sucking the energy dry from the relationship and Probably both people feel a little bit miserable 
because the person who is codependent really wants that other person to fill them up, to make them feel loved, make them feel worthy. And the other person on the other end who's not codependent is going to feel like wanting to push that person away. Please don't be that way with me. And they might be actually distant. Um, and both people might even feel a little bit trapped. And the person who's codependent is going to really come from a scarcity mindset that there's not enough. You can't fill me up enough to make me feel good about this relationship. And what happens is when somebody's codependent, they often have very little trust. And what they will do to get what they desire is they will use passive aggressiveness and manipulation with the other person. Now, passive aggressiveness is so subtle. So sometimes if we are the person who's that way, we don't even realize maybe that we're doing it. It may sound something like, that's fine. I'll just do the dishes myself. I love doing the dishes. It's just like real sarc sarcasm. And it could be about any and everything in the relationship. Or they might use manipulation to get what they want. And there's extreme levels of manipulation. Like they might even say something like, I'm going to, I feel like I want to kill myself to other types of manipulation. So there's lots of different types of manipulation that can happen in relationships. And then there is interdependent relationship style. And this is when the relationship is very balanced, healthy, and there's mutual support and feeding each other with positive interactions and cooperations. So this is really the kind of the style that you, we would, I would think, want to strive for. So look at what type of style was yours. Now, I want to go on to what's called attachment theory. Now, attachment theory is the way that we attach to our love interests. Now, the thing that we don't realize is it's directly correlated to the way our parents nurtured us in the early years since we were a baby. It, but the problem is, is that the way that that connection formed with our parents or the caregivers that raised us, is that it will, it will, let me see, how would we say this? It will continue the rest of our lives, um, usually unless we become aware of it and we try to change it. Now, I will say, as you listen to this, that your attachment can change over time. Like, uh, it could change based off the partner that you're with. And it can change as you up-level and work on yourself and you get therapy or coaching or, or work on trying not to be that way. But I will say that it's very difficult to change and oftentimes does require therapy depending at the level that you're at. So the first type is secure. And I want to say just a caveat real quick. When you look up attachment theory, there's all kinds of like subcategories, but I'm just going to give you the basics. So the first one's secure, and it's someone who's comfortable in a warm, loving, and emotionally close relationship. They have no problem depending on their partner, and they allow their partner to depend on them. They are emotionally available for them in a time of need. They're willing to listen. They're willing to validate you. And they accept their partner's need if they need to be separate. So they don't feel that it's rejection or that 
the relationships being threatened. It's very mutual and then they feel like everything's completely fine. They're also very trusting, empathetic, and tolerant of differences and very forgiving. They have no problem communicating their emotions and needs and honestly and openly tell you. And then they might even pick up on your needs. So they're very attuned to their partner's needs and respond appropriately. They don't go around avoiding conflict. They'll like, let's go ahead and figure out how we can solve this. And they manage their emotions well. They don't get overly upset at relationship issues. And uh, what I'll say is they basically had, in order to create this secure attachment, most likely they had a very sensitive, warm, and caring parent. And this parent was very attuned to child's cues and needs. And so what ends up happening is the children are securely attached. Now, if you're a parent listening to this, or you're thinking of your own parents, this is not to beat up parents, because as we move along in our lives as parents or individuals or our parents, we do the best that we can with the knowledge that we have. Most of us anyway, right? So it's not to beat anybody up, but it's really looking at this because what we, if we want to create change in our lives, it's really we have to become aware of what we're doing and how that looks so that we can actually create change. The next type of style is avoidant. So this person is emotionally distant. They will reject their intimate uh, relationship. They'll keep their partner almost like at an arm's length. You'll, you will feel this. They don't want to really get close. And the minute the other partner feels like they want to get close, they will try to like shut down or detach. Um, they equate intimacy with lots of interdependence. And they really prefer autonomy. They're not able to depend on a partner or allow a partner to lean on them. Independence is the top priority. And what happens is, you know, how when we're in a relationship, we usually communicate our emotions and feelings and the avoidant will use intellect. They're not com comfortable talking about emotions and they avoid conflict at all times. And if they do have a conflict, what happens is they avoid it, avoid it, avoid it, and then they will explode. They come off as very cool, controlled, and stoic, very self-sufficient, and they have a very narrow emotional range. They prefer to really be alone. But of course, as humans, we all need to feel like we're part of something, and we, we do desire someone near us. So it's almost going to look like on and off, sort of. Now, this person had emotionally unavailable apparent, parent, sorry. Um, what will happen is that parent will be very disengaged and detached. They might be dealing with their own things that are happening. They might be in a survival mode. This could look like a single parent. This could look like um, there's trouble in the relationship and the, and the child's picking up on all of this and they don't want to bother their parent. It could be abuse in the family. Um, but this is how children who become avoidant usually have this type of parent, parents. Anxious attachment. They're very insecure in intimate relationships. So kind of like I was talking about in the beginning. And constantly worried about rejection and abandonment. They're preoccupied 
with the relationship, like almost super hyperactive about it and about their needs and paying um, attachment to their needs and behavior. They become very needy, right? That's like that blowing up the phone and texting and like, where are you? Not thinking or assuming, and maybe that person might be busy or something's going on. It's almost like they want to merge and intermingle with their partner, which really scares the partner away. And they end up ruminating on the past and things that happened in their life. And it really interferes with their current relationships. So it looks like fear, hurt, anger, rejection. And they're overly sensitive to partner's actions and moods. Like they interpret their partner's actions and moods continuously. And they take their partner's behavior very personally They can be highly emotional. They can be argumentative. Now, it doesn't mean that they're argumentative, but they can be combative, angry, and controlling. They have very poor personal boundaries. They're constantly walking all over other people's boundaries, but it doesn't look like negative. It almost looks like they're caring. It also can look negative. And communication is not collaborative. They don't see their part in it. They tend to blame other people or become the victim. And the way that this happens is is very, they had a parent who is very inconsistent or sometimes people use the word neglectful, it just depends, uh, to their children. And this is what ends up happening. So maybe the parent um, does not pick up on anything that maybe they're just busy with their life or moving on and they, they're not attuned to their child and what's wrong with them and what their emotions are. And so my story in the very beginning, if you notice, was probably, right, it was an anxious person and a person who was avoidant. So this person became very anxious, texting, calling, what's happened? Why are you not taking my calls? And the other person on the other end is like, whoa, this is way too much. I'm completely avoiding this or I don't need to be in a relationship or I don't need this kind of behavior. And so they really pull away. Now, below in the show notes, I'm going to be leaving homework. And this is after most podcasts, you will be able to find this. So if you are the type of person who want to change all of this, you want to look into doing the inner work, this is where you're going to find the prompts. And so I will have a couple questions like, what did you identify as your relationship style? What is your attachment style? And then I have some really insightful questions about your relationships and the people that you partnered up with also. So I want to thank you for joining me today. If you think this podcast is of value, please share it with other women or subscribe. And I would be honored if you left a review. And the reason for that is, is the algorithms will share more with other women just like you. I will see you in the next episode.